Dong Teeny episode 118. On today's show, Simone laments the way Andrew W.K. talks to atheists and loses a battle with her cat. Stephanie struggles with math and conservative Thanksgiving, and everyone with a heart is concerned about the whereabouts of Richard Simmons. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong, Simone? I'm Dong Great. Thank you, Stephanie. And one of the other main reasons I'm Dong Great is thanks to the generous listeners who heeded our request for donations last week. Thank you so much. That was so nice. nice. Yes. (sighs) So nice. So, so welcome. So I'd like to specifically thank those people. I'd like to thank listeners Mark, Jonathan, Steve, Susan, Ray, and Antonio. So is is R-H-E-A pronounced Ray? Is that how you pronounce it? I would pronounce it Rhea, but that's because that's the southern pronunciation. I don't know. Well, that's how my friend's mom was named Rhea, and so I always pronounce it that, but then here I feel like people pronounce it Ray. So Rhea or Rhea, thank you so much um, for your donation. Um, And I really feel like it lit a fire under my ass to get this next episode up, you know, because each episode (laughs) takes up so much time and it's hard to muster the energy to do it. But but having some, like, people donate makes me feel like, yes, they've paid, now I must deliver. Yeah, so... um, I know. And a couple people told me, they're like, I I love that you guys are putting out more episodes because I would die without Donkini. Like, two people told me that last week. And I was like, really? I got teary. (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. So nice. Yeah, well, you know, you would also die without medical treatment. As we know, the cost of healthcare is very high, but that is the cost of staying alive. So if you need Dontini to live, uh, it's much, much less expensive than that. <laughs> Consider it so, an investment in your mental health. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. So, um, And actually, one of the dona- donors actually signed up to do $3 monthly donation. And we've oh been God, talking about, so nice. about 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 setting something up to do this, but I thought we could just sort of leave it in the PayPal. But that actually would really keep me on my toes. It was like, people are, if people are regularly donating to, to have us do the show. Don't you think? Don't you feel like that would uh, keep seriously. you on your toes? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's like, oh God, people are listening. People give a shit. That's so nice. Okay, yes. let me give them a product. Let me rant some more about dongs and Taco Bell for them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let's give the people what they ask for. They're telling us with their PayPal accounts that they that they want more of this. So there's actually an option in PayPal to make re- recurring payments. And so so the one listener um, is so donating nice. three dollars a month. I mean, you can set whatever you like. You can send spend three hundred dollars a month if you want to. That's totally fine. <laughs> no but, pressure. Um, <laughs> no pressure or anything. But three dollars, I think, is good because I think we're averaging about three dollars three episodes a month now anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's just a dollar an episode. You know, last week when I said, oh, if you just donate one dollar, you're paying less than a penny an episode because we've done 117. That was actual bullshit because oh, it's really yeah. bad value for us. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is shit value. Okay, that is not worth the trouble. But um, no, we do it That's because so we funny. love it. But it is definitely, you know, because it's harder for us. I don't think we'll ever get back to doing it weekly like we used to. But doing this once once every week and a half or so is good. If we did, you know, two a month, well, you've paid, you know, a dollar fifty an episode. I mean, you know, pay for other things that you like. Pay for Domtini because, you know, we spend a lot of time putting it together. I think I calculate. I think we spend about six hours combined uh, uh, putting each episode each out. Each episode, so, yeah. With children and jobs. So, yeah, if uh, if you can you can get it together, I think we'll definitely make more of an effort to keep the pace going. So, but thank you everyone who donated already. We really appreciate it. But think about uh, signing up for a three dollar a month uh, donation because I think that would really keep it going. So. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Was just super. Not, I was overwhelmed. I'm like, oh wow, people paid attention. That's so so sweet. So, yes, yes, and thanks, they paid guys. more than a dollar too. Nobody actually paid the one dollar, so that was extra sweet too. Aww, so yeah, so guys. thank you guys. Thank you so much. We really really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, and speaking of this, like one of the things that you know we've we've been covering for it and you know like a few weeks ago we had an episode that was recorded on my on my phone like phone recorder voice recorder that was sounding like shit and last week you didn't even know but we lost 10 minutes because my garage band just died and i didn't notice so you know shit like that's happening but thankfully i think we're going to be able to um i have a friend who works at apple and he's able to get us a discount so um we're going to get a new computer so this may be the last episode we have to worry about that shit happening and i'm so excited because it's always such a terror now for me to record because I feel like I'm gonna like cause everything to fall apart so (laughs) yeah it used to be you you were the one that was always causing trouble and now it's me (laughs) you were the one with like batteries dying deleting general not recording deleting things yeah I I I wonder how many entire episodes we've recorded where something went wrong and nothing was recorded on one end like I I guess that's happened to everyone but there's no worse feeling yeah yeah there was one where um, it died Died right when I went to save it when we were done. It died at the very end, and I was you were like, well, like you half heartedly like, do you want to record it again? Now I'm like, I can't do it. I'm too upset. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> I don't remember that. I yeah, must yeah. have blocked it out. Yeah, yeah. It was so I was like mad at you. I was just like, like I was just mad at the situation. Like, I can't do this right yeah. now. It's like we like waited another. <laughs> I don't know how long afterwards, but it's like I could not just oh, you no. know because we give it out all people. We give it out all. And just like, do you know that after each episode, I collapse into a heap and sleep for three hours. So um, <laughs> seriously, it's just that draining to like put this kind of it product is. out. Yeah. Well, I think it's because we get so emotional. Like, uh, after therapy sessions, I feel really tired and thirsty. Do you feel that? Because other people have told me that. And and I think it's just because it's... I feel that same way. I feel like we kind of go to therapy levels sometimes on here. And then we have to bring it back up with dongs and Taco Bell. Definitely, definitely. I definitely on. There's definitely an on level. Because any time, like, say I've had to, like, re-record something. Like, say it was muffled or there was a problem. And I try to re-record it Mm -hmm. later in the editing. Just repeat what I said. I can't get that energy back. It's not the same. Mm-mm. It is so hard. I'm like, yeah, okay, no louder and get excited. And I try and it just doesn't sound right. So uh-huh. that's something to go back and find in 117 episodes prior to this. Yeah, seriously. It's not that exciting. But anyway, yeah, so I'm excited. Hopefully our tech woes um, will be, you know, subsiding for a while until your recorder starts playing up and we have to start that all over again. So... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's my turn now. The karma is on the other foot. Yeah. And we're recording during the day right now. Like, do you feel a different energy being daytime? I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm actually more awake. I haven't been away from the house for 12 hours. And <laughs> yeah. It's a different feeling. Yeah, Greg, because usually, usually, we usually do it on weeknights. So we've both been at work, but Greg has actually taken Quincy out. Because <laughs> so it's like, I can't do this in here while he's awake. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're getting it done, people. Because I'm going on vacation uh, from next Wednesday night. I'm leaving and coming back on the following Sunday. And then I'm home for one day. Um. And then we're going to Hawaii. Oh my god. Yeah. How long are you going to be in Hawaii? Um, like just over a week. So Greg's shooting oh, um, so his cool. web series there. So, um, uh-huh. so I, I'd either go to Hawaii or be at home with Quincy from work. So it's like, I, I guess <laughs> Gee, I'll go I to Hawaii. Yeah. So, um, Seriously. so it's very exciting. I'm so excited that we're going. But anyway, so I'm not going to be here oh. from like pretty much the 3rd till the 17th. Um, so that's why it was very important listen, that we get this episode out, especially in the wake of all these donations that we got. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're, we're making it happen. So have you been to Hawaii before? I've never been. I went when I was 13 because we had a big family trip okay. from Australia. So we came out to, Oh. To we stayed in Anaheim and went to Disneyland a bunch. We went to Tijuana. We went to Vegas, um, and then uh-huh. we um, uh, we went to uh, Hawaii on the way back to Australia. So I was thirteen. So I went as a kid, and now I have a kid. So I'm never really getting the oh, full so fun awesome. experience. <laughs> but um, you have to watch like all the Elvis Hawaii movies and the Brady Bunch Hawaii episode before oh, you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first time I ever heard of a tiki was from that um, Brady Bunch Hawaii oh. episode. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All I'm packing is my bathing suit and my um, shag uh, cocktail cards. I have like a deck of 52 oh, cocktail awesome. recipes. I'm like, yep, that's all I need. So pretty Holy. excited. We've got, we've rent the, the production's like rented a house. So we're staying in a house. Um, ah, so, so not, cool. Yeah, yeah. So it should be, it should be pretty, pretty chill while the men are, oh, are shooting. Awesome. So, <laughs> the ladies oh, and the women. babies will be uh, I know. doing in wading pools and shit like that. Same things. You yeah. guys go out and club the meat and drag it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be waiting back here. Cool. So yesterday was Thanksgiving, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't do much because you had like a, a pre-Thanksgiving um, with uh, with your conservative in-laws. Do tell. <laughs> so. <laughs> You guys know how I am with my conservative in-laws and how I do bug me bucks before we hang out with them where it's like fantasy football where I predict who's going to say what and then I secretly get a dollar. Like David and I are the only ones who know about this yeah. and I'm like, yes. You and David and all of our again. listeners. And yeah. Yes, yes. So, um... <laughs> With the advent of Instagram, I'm getting even more emotional support where as soon as I walked into the early Thanksgiving, they had it early because they're going to spend um, actual Thanksgiving in California um, with other, you know, siblings. I'm not even going to get into that. But um, we walk in and my mother-in-law has a Thanksgiving tree and she's like, write down on these, you know, plastic, whatever, craft paper ornaments, what you're thankful for, for Thanksgiving. And she had like filled it up with things like God's love and freedom to worship God. God. (laughs) That was just like the first thing I saw upon walking in. So um, it's just, you know, I I could take a picture of that and put it on and people are like, no, they're like unreal. And I'm like, yes, I feel like I have a support system here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's everything's fine and pleasant, but you know, I kind of want more. I, you know, I want, I want 
people to, to talk about things, you know, and that yeah. doesn't really happen. So just for someone like me, that's a little excruciating. But for someone like them, it's really comfortable. And they're like, this is a great Thanksgiving. We didn't talk about any issues or anything. But they, you know, started talking about how adventurous and wonderful a person George George Bush is. And, oh, he skydives. And then the other person's like, which one, senior or junior? They're like, good old 41. He's so adventurous. He skydives. So I'm like taking selfies underneath the table where I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so this was all before the Ferguson verdict. God knows I probably would have had a coronary if I'd been there after that and they talked about yeah, that. Yeah. But, uh, so um, people invited us over for Thanksgivings while we're here and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just have to do Thanksgiving here at home alone and just lie face down on my bed all day after <laughs> this last weekend. I hope you understand. So I had a very pleasant Thanksgiving here in the dark. <laughs> with just David and Judah and Lolly and yeah we cooked a little bit and just mainly chilled out which is my favorite way to do holidays so yeah yeah that what did really you good. do like how was how Thanksgiving for you as an Australian you're not even yeah well you know. I should never give a shit about it you know it's like I knew yeah. about it from TV and then you know and Greg never liked it because his birthday is right around so sometimes his birthday is on Thanksgiving and yesterday was David's birthday so you know right. David and, and Greg both like suffer the the birth, Thanksgiving birthday curse so um, I don't know how that makes David feel about Thanksgiving but I, Greg I think he never liked it's the it the opposite kind of <laughs> he loves it because it's like his birthday thing <laughs> Yeah, he but, does. Um, like to, his birthday landed on Thanksgiving yesterday, so he was yeah, like, yeah. he's happy about it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Greg never liked it for that reason. So Greg's always been ambivalent about Thanksgiving, and I'm Australian, so obviously I'm ambivalent about it. But you know, we started doing some stuff. Well, if somebody's around, we'll do stuff, and you know, at least well, let's do something, and like we'll cook our fake turkey or whatever, and you know, and I, I get into the sides. The sides are delicious, so I finally like, yeah, I think I like Thanksgiving. Like I just like getting together with people, and I like the food, you know. Know, since we have a fake turkey and I just ignore the real turkey and you know it's totally fine so yeah I'm, I think I'm now officially I like Thanksgiving oh, so cool. I think I was just kind of my confused by it because coming from Australia and having Greg not really care about it and he's starting to like it too so um, it was Quincy's first Thanksgiving because we left for Australia oh. uh, the day before Thanksgiving last year so that's right um, uh, yeah, so yeah, so I'm into it. So we went to our friends, uh, Eric and AJ invited us over, um, which was cool. So like, we were kind of going to sort something out with some other friends, but everyone was going different places. So we were like, okay, and AJ invited us. So we're like, let's go to that. But AJ is actually Nancy Sinatra's daughter. So so Nancy Sinatra showed up at awesome. my Thanksgiving. So, oh, my yeah, God. So that was part of, yeah, not your usual Thanksgiving. Maybe uh, that's why I like so Thanksgiving. Cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Shit like that happens. But, um yeah, but also there, and I had this great idea. Was um, Nancy's um, hairstylist? She's been doing. Uh -huh. He's been doing Nancy's hair for forty years, <gasps> and I believe he still does hair. So, um, and uh, I talked about it on the show. I believe that Greg um, had a rolling Ant Man. So, um, so if we get to go to the Ant Man premiere, I'm thinking I want to ask him to do my beehive for the, yes. for, the for the premiere. <gasps> like, oh, you have be to. So great. Yeah, getting like Nancy's stylist to oh do my, my hair. Oh my god! I was like, yes. So I just thought of that today. So that's oh, my, that's my, so my, awesome. my dream going forward to next summer. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited get, for you like, already. An ultimate beehive. Yeah, seriously. I know like, it'll be like know, a $500 beehive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be worth yeah. every penny. <laughs> yes, because it's like it's like yeah. Oh my god! We can't go wrong with, with with the guy who did Nancy's hive. So. That's amazing. <laughs> So yeah, so there you go. That was my Thanksgiving. This was pretty cool. Aww. Did you see the picture of Richard Simmons dressed up like a turkey? From I yesterday? Think it, 
Yeah, they posted it. Like, Richard Simmons posted it, supposedly, from his account. I wonder, though, if it was one of his handlers. Because um, oh. it was, like, maybe an older picture. But he was, like, you know, in his turkey regalia being fabulous. But um, oh, I'm kind of worried about no. Richard. Have you been hearing yeah, all this yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah. Have you, I've been hearing stuff because, I mean, I know um, when Listen to Jonathan visited L.A. Um, uh, earlier in the year, he tried to go to Slimmons and work out with Richard, and I, I couldn't go with him for some reason, but, you know, I gave him all the info, and he called up, and they said, oh, yeah, Richard's not teaching class, and I just thought it was bad timing, like Richard was out of town or something, mm-hmm. and then it came to light, he hasn't been seen in public for a year, mm-hmm. and um, he, apparently he has a knee injury, and his doctor says he can't work out. Oh, it's like no. a nightmare. That's what that, he was made to do. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen to him. That's like I that's know. like when my hammerhead, my um terrible coworker who just talked all the time, like when she had a stroke and couldn't talk anymore. I'm like, this oh. is the absolute worst thing that could have happened to her yeah. because that was her life, you know? Yeah. <sighs> It's so horrible. See, so, yeah, so oh, I think Richard's kind of really depressed because he can't he can't work out. So he put out a message because I think uh, TMZ or someone put something out about him not being seen for so long. So he put yeah. out a, this is really hard for me message. Oh God, I'd just be so sad if I never got to work out with Richard again. But I mean, yeah. he needs a re- I think he needs a re- knee reconstruction. I think, and I think he's scared to do oh, it. Oh my so. God, of course. Yeah. Oh, that poor yeah. guy. Oh, doesn't so. he not like to fly? For some reason, I thought he had a tour bus because he doesn't like to fly. But anyway, he might have a phobia. Maybe not. I know he went to Paris because he booked out at my sister's um, oh, okay. travel agent convention like three or four years ago. That was the last time I saw him, actually. Just before that, I went to see him because I wanted him to read out a greeting to my sister in Paris because I thought that would be crazy. So I, <laughs> I, And I was unable to work out because I had injured my neck, but I went and gave him a message. I'm like, can you read this out to my sister because you're going to this travel agent thing? So he's always so nice about that. Like he would talk to anybody. He's like, let me sign things for you. I'll take pictures. Like he would like spend forever yeah. doing all that. So that's partly yeah. why it's so sad that he, he's like rendered homebound and oh, he must be so sad. We love you, Richard. We love you and want you to live. Yes, that's from, that's from waiting for government. Again. We want you to reach. We want you to reach. Um, Okay, so speaking of Richard and his condition, um, mm-hmm. I hope very well that, that he gets well and other people may have different ways of, of, of trying to aid in, in Richard's uh, recovery. Some may pray for Richard. So uh, I wanted to talk about um, Andrew WK. I, I, I think you posted one maybe a few months ago, uh, a response to an atheist that he'd done. And then there was another one from last week, which I don't know if you saw or not, but um, but. Yeah, they really piss me off. They really, really, yes, really tell me piss why. me off. Because oh I love it. It, it I is know. like nothing is more beautiful than I've ever seen is when yeah. Andrew WK talks about this. So I want to hear what your okay. perspective is. Okay, my perspective is, to me, it reads like the way, you know how, I know these are a few years old, but you know these Kirk Cameron on how to talk to gay people has been resurfacing? Uh-huh. That's what it's like to me. It's like... Okay, how so? How so? It's because it's, I find it really dis dismissive of of our world view it's 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 taking for one thing that really frustrates me with it is he's taking uh, a position he's very much trying to sort of uh be middle of the road and not ruffle any feathers with 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 what he's trying to say so he's not sort and you of, think that's a bad thing <laughs> n- yes and no yes and no well, if, i think but in doing 
so he's coming up with this a new definition that I don't think anyone can make. You know what I mean? That it's this way and it's cool. You know, but it's not that way for everybody. You know, I feel like it's ruffling. It's 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 not true to people who take it more seriously and are very devoted to God. And I don't think it it takes seriously the people who really don't buy into this at all. It's redefining prayer and it's redefining God. See, I love that. I love the redefining of prayer and God. Like that's my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, but that works for you. So that's why you like it. But it doesn't work for. All these other people. Yeah. So tell me why that doesn't. Yeah. Tell. That's why I'm curious about. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me yeah. why that doesn't work. Okay. So I mean, we talked about like the the language. How literally now doesn't mean literally anymore. It can mean you yeah. Know, uh, really. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I was like literally. You know, my li- head literally exploded. Well, that's not what literally means. But now it does apparently. So in the last one, um, the guy that wrote the letter. First of all, I want to say these people who are writing to Andrew WK with these problems. I think they're idiots too. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> It's like you fucking crybaby atheist. You really need a rock star to sort this out for you. God damn it. So I'm not like totally on board with them either. But um, so yeah. the, the guy from this past week, um, mm-hmm. he was upset because his atheist friend, um, who's also very staunchly atheist, got married. And the guy, the celebrant said, we gather here today under God. And um, so mm-hmm. the guy writing the letter was like, this really pissed me off. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. My friend didn't seem to care. Mm-hmm. And blah 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 and Andrew WK and so he's like should I say something to my friend about it right so my thought is you know it, what's done is done your friend probably didn't want to get caught up in anything negative and he just wanted to enjoy this magical day marrying the love of his life mm-hmm. right so he probably didn't mm-hmm. want to sit there dwelling on the shit like what does it matter it's all about him getting married that day you know mm-hmm. so it may have been annoying but he chose not to do anything about it so this guy's still stewing about it it's like what's done is done just leave it alone that's my simple answer so Andrew WK says yeah maybe he's just so happy to be married etc etc like I just said great answer to me that's the end of it no then he goes into this all explaining it's like maybe God means love but then he almost says it like that is what it means so we should all just accept Mm -hmm. that and he's essentially telling us as atheists that we just need to accept that God is love and don't worry about it do you know what I mean it's very don't worry about it it just means this just flapping the hand just you know what I mean and it's like it doesn't mean that it means something much more than that and that isn't also what the celebrant meant when he said that you know if he wanted to say you know here you know under love he could have said love instead of God which is such a contentious issue you know what I mean so he's in the very context of the letter he's being dismissive because that is not what the guy Hmm. meant when he said uh, we're gathering here under God the thing is that you don't know that like like this is the whole thing is is my issue is like because I feel like the person writing in was, was speaking from a fundamentalist atheist viewpoint and he right. was saying that the, the writer is saying I really hate religion and religious people always need to force their dogma into everyone's lives it's like okay right, right there he's speaking as a fundamentalist because that's been his experience he's talking about right. fundamentalism right. so right. it's like this is my belief is that religion isn't what harms people it's fundamentalism it's when someone says right. this right. is my way and this is how everyone should do it and right. so right. I'm thinking that, that um, you might be feeling and this is you know, absolutely might be true that Andrew WK is being fundamentalist with his, well, you should think that this is what God is, you know, they're saying God right. means love, you know? It seems, that's why it seems dismissive. And I yeah. can totally see that. Like yeah, he's, yeah. he's not saying, I mean, I felt like he did say at the beginning of the answer, he's like, wow, you're really caring and you take this really seriously and that shows 
you know, like you were saying, a lot of good stuff. And then at the end, it's like, well, are you really veering into understanding this person or are you veering into actual acceptance and leaving space for what else they could have meant? So, because yeah, it starts with um, it could be this, and then it mm-hmm. actually drifts into saying God means love. So it means love. So yeah. just don't worry about it, you know. And it's that's, that's yeah. It, I mean, that's a beautiful sentiment. But yeah, I'm not, it I'm not against it the sentiment. Speak to how, yeah. It doesn't speak to how much the na- how God has been used to harm people. Like, let's say God's yeah. not real. Like, well, the, the God's been used as an excuse to fucking kill a ton of fucking people right. over the course of history. And so, can you see Andrew WK why this might be hurtful for people? Exactly. You know, so, exactly. You know. So, so, so that's that's exactly why. And I, as I said, that interpretation, I totally know that people have that interpretation, and I have no problem with that interpretation. But you know, yeah. as I said, there is there are fundamental Christians who are like, no, God is is our creator and we're not just being wishy-washy about calling him love you know we must obey god yeah. do you know what i mean like i don't i think there are people that wouldn't even want to simplify it as that either do you know what i mean on right. the other side yeah. of it so i just feel like it's def- redefining it saying this is what it is everybody chill out and it's it's not yeah. and it's not fair to to just slap your hand at us and saying don't worry about it it's love okay chill yeah and so it's, with the one it's with, like that hasn't been our experience yeah not at all and that's why i find yeah. it dismissive and same with the prayer one yeah. too the prayer one the guy had written in saying his brother was dying i think he had cancer and um mm-hmm. you know he's an atheist and you know he, obviously everyone's very upset in the house in the family and his grandmother um uh told him to pray said they all need to pray the brother and this pissed him off because he doesn't think prayer is any good and neither do i so Mm -hmm. i'm just saying yeah i'm i'm down with that feeling and i hate people saying they're praying for atheists that's really obnoxious because you know that that condescending it does it does it's like praying private it's like joke as i've said before it's like jerking off you don't tell somebody you're thinking about them and jerking (laughs) off you just do it enjoy it feel good about what you've done they don't need to know about it it's just for you so that's the same with totally the same with praying and um, And jesus even said that he's like don't let anyone know you're praying like do it in private jerk off in private exactly exactly so i'm not saying don't pray for me i'm saying don't tell me you're praying for me that's all you do whatever the fuck you want you know exactly oh see that's beautiful i love that yeah Because that's the opposite of a fundamentalist posture. They say, do whatever you want. But if you start telling me about it, I'm going to feel triggered and harmed. Like exactly. you're trying to manipulate me somehow. And I think you're better than me. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and yes, yeah, so the prayer one, he closed sort of by saying, just just thinking about whether I want you to go into your room and kneel by your bed and just think, think about your brother. Think so hard about him, harder than you've ever thought about him before. And then you go tell mm-hmm. your grandmother you prayed for him. I'm like, that's one, not what your grandmother meant when she asked you to pray she wanted you to ask god to make him well that's what she wanted and two just telling this guy to get on his knees and do something that goes against this whole fucking you know religious dogma that he doesn't believe in like i just it was so condescending yet again and dismissive of how we arrived at that and just all this explanation about love and what prayer means and and all this kind of concern like we're heartless people who don't understand these concepts we understand these concepts just fine outside of religion and that's why they piss me off and that's why they remind me of Kirk Cameron talking about Uh, (laughs) talking to gays it's like yeah like I'm just trying to help right it's like no you're being a complete dick (laughs) so Uh, yeah that's how how I yeah the whole, yeah, his whole thing, like, I, I'm sure that Andrew W.K., like, this sort of thing has helped him, and so that's why he's telling someone else to do it, but you, ha- I mean, the way he said to do that, like, that would offend me, too, where he's like, kneel down and do it, yeah. because, like, 
like what ha helped me so much in therapy was that my therapist would never tell me what to do. She would say, what would it look like if you, like how would, it, what if you kneeled down? Like what, you know, and did, right. or, you know what she would say, what if you, and, but she would never tell me to do it. And I got mad at her for a while, uh, like for the first year. I'm like, why aren't you telling me what to do? Because I was raised in fundamentalism and I was only told what to do. Right. And I was expected to be told something. And she's like, that's not what therapy is about. Therapy is holding a mirror up so you can trust your own intuition and validate it for yourself. Yeah. And you're so used to having me do it or some outside person do it for you that's disempowering you. And so yeah. that's why we're, yeah. And it was wonderful. It's like changed my life. Yeah. Be able to go, oh my God, that's that's amazing. And so anyway, um, yeah, I don't like that Andrew WK did that. I can appreciate that he that, that helped him, but he needs, I would say he needs to leave space for yeah, exactly. how other people need to experience it however they will. And like, I, I want him to validate their anger more too. It's like, you know, I, would, I think it would have been great if he's like, yeah, man, that fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, like, like there's something so healing in that for someone just come alongside and go, that blows like I think I told you today that I met with a yeah. therapist friend and I'm like it's like I get free therapy from her but I have nothing else to 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 work you know no offer recourse except to go oh, bullshit that's bullshit I hate that that happened yeah. to you like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all I have to offer but like for some reason people seem to dig that and I know I dig it so anyway it's uh it, it's just you need someone to be able to say to say not everyone works this way and yeah exactly. i just think that that's the most important thing because if you start playing by a rule book that means you know the way i experience is how you should that's where i think we all get into trouble <laughs> definitely because that's why i felt like everything he was writing was like he's writing a new rule book that's yeah. supposed to be encompassing for atheists but he doesn't really understand us so yeah. it's not as all-encompassing as he sets it out to be you know yeah. and that's that's what was really 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 wrong with it so and i can understand why it appealed to you because the sentiment i knew the sentiments he was saying like was right up your alley well right yeah. up your alley you know so so i knew you were appreciating it on that level but from the level of what he was supposed to be setting out to do which was to answer these atheists questions he was doing a really shitty job yeah so yeah so um um and you know and i i i i, I, I like him okay it's just these columns are just uh, really pissing me off I can see so, that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, oh, I want to Andrew. talk about that because yeah, I know because I, I could see why you know people find found value in it, but it was, I felt like it was no value for its intended purpose. Yeah, like if so. someone was writing that way from an atheist standpoint about religion, I think I would still be like, okay, that seems fundamentalist. What you know is again what you're yeah, saying. Like you're telling yeah. someone do it this way, and and you'll see. It's like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. You know. I yeah. think, he, I and think the focus he seems like a really too. nice guy, and and I think, but yeah, this he is. He's. I mean, I've had dinner with him. He's a big fan of Greg's. We had dinner once. I totally liked him. And do yeah. you know what? I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I do. I will speak to, and I, I. I do think he's a, sort of a nice, sincere guy. It's like I've mm -hmm. hung out with some of you know Greg's people in the industry who are less famous than him, who mm -hmm. um, uh, just sort of talk to me like. I don't really exist. Do you know what I mean? Or they mm -hmm. barely acknowledge me just because I happen to be. Actually, I'm going to say because this guy's a piece of shit anyway. Um, I'm going to say. Ah! <laughs> Is he a piece of shit? <laughs> He's a piece of shit. I do not like. I haven't liked for a really long time, but I feel like I can finally say it. Um, I love it. Because of other things that have been going on with, the, with other people I know. But um, anyway, I'll have to check with them to make sure I don't have to bleep this out. But anyway. <laughs> 
like always talked to me and this is my own personal experience that's all I'm going to share anyway has always talked to me as long as he's known Greg acknowledges me like I'm the girlfriend of the week do you know what I mean just sort of like oh hi nice to see you very polite but just not engaged not yeah. like I'm a real person that you should try and get to know it all because you know I'm going to be gone next week except I've been around for years and years and years and years and I'm not going anywhere you know just like right. he always made me feel sort of like I'm, I'm intruding on you know something you know it, and I hated yeah. it you know yeah. and I would tell Greg this but anyway but Andrew WK I hung out with him twice and that first night was like we had that dinner and he was interested as interested in me like talking to me like I'm just as much of a person as Greg mm-hmm. even though he's a big mm-hmm. fan of Greg and I'm just happened to be there you know mm-hmm. and I really appreciated that because you know it's not like I haven't met people I'm fans of like it's like you're so tunnel vision like oh my god I'm talking to so and so and it's hard right. to muster up the interest in in other people you know that just happened to be there you know but he totally did and I really appreciated that so I don't dislike Andrew WK at all I just dislike the way he talks to atheists sure. in his column no so, absolutely yeah. and I also have to wonder if the way I was you know I'm like oh this is really beautiful what he said because I met him backstage at Greg's show in 08 when we were on our Supergrass stalking tour and um he was, it was at the knitting factory and we were both back there and he, he was like, he was, like you said, he was really interested. Like he was like so freaking yeah. kind and I felt like he honed in and he's like, really? You came all the way out here to see Supergrass? Tell me what you like so much about them. Tell me. Tell yes, me. Like yeah. he really fucking cared and I was like. He does. Yeah. I was so touched that not many people actually seem to care like that. So no, anyway, no. I probably have a, a more positive read on, on whatever he's writing in these columns because of that personal interaction with him, which was weird I, for a famous person I to be agree. that. Nice. So, but still, I think that speaks to how much this pisses me off. If despite right. him being so nice, of course, <laughs> I had to say like, "Oh God, you're like, yeah, hey. he really pissed me off." <laughs> even though he's like super cool and nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. No, he's 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 pretty. Yeah, definitely one of the better celebrities that I've ever I've ever met in terms of that kind of making me feel good. Him and Jack White. Oh, Jack oh White. what was Jack White? What's your story with him? When did you last see him? Oh, I only really met him that one time. So yeah. oh, at the and, um, Seven Man. At, at, at Third Man, yeah. But um, Seven Man, yeah. why the fuck did I but say he, Seven he, Man? I'm such a mom. <laughs> <laughs> but he admired my beehive, and um, and he wanted to know um, he wanted to know what I called soda. Uh, if I said pop or, or coke, or because he guess he was doing a poll. <laughs> That's such a good question. I love yes. talking about what people call it. <laughs> Yeah, and he very cautiously, very cautiously asked where I was from because he didn't want to accidentally say, and ask if I was from you. New Zealand because he knew that would not be okay. <laughs> I was like, you're right, that would not have been okay. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, but um, I was going to say something else shitty about <laughs> what was it? <laughs> this is the best. I love this. Yeah, gosh, I don't remember now, but yeah, I'll save it for another time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll clean that up and post. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. I know what it was. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I met up with him at my friend's wedding, and um, and another guy, I guess, at the wedding. I guess he knew, but he was a Dongtini fan, and oh. and and he was like, uh, listen to Craig, and he was like, oh, Dongtini's so great, and he was like, fawning over me in front of for my podcast. I was like, right on. <laughs> so, yeah. Take that. Anyway, I was like, thank you so much, and then. Like I, I'm starting a podcast. It's like, of course you don't you even are. fucking have one, you need more and you attention. don't give a sh- exactly, and you don't give a shit about mine that's been going God. for ages. And 
I'm going to start one, and I'm already famous. this. You know, like, shh, I love your singing accent. That's yeah. so good. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to hear back and think it's really terrible. But anyway, yeah, so I was just like, it's, it's so tragic. Just fuck off. Let me enjoy this Baskin in my one fan. Can I please? <laughs> it is so tragic. That is the word. <laughs> one I was on I had a big show for a long time. You should see how much money I have, and I'm starting a podcast. Anyway. So, uh, we've had a bit of an incident with Birdsworth recently. Um, so it turns out, uh, I don't know if you've had to administer any medication to Captain Waffles since you've had it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I discovered. I just love wherever this is going already. Oh, it's so fucking bad. Okay, so I discovered a worm around Birdsworth's butt. It, they look like little creamy colored things and like I waited and wait I'm like staring at Birdsworth I'm staring at his butt staring waiting to see that the little thing moves so it's not like something else like nope it's moving it's pulsating oh my god oh my god it's a worm it is a worm it is a tapeworm so I hope Captain Waffles doesn't get this because this is exactly how I'll act the whole time I'll be like Keep up the flea oh, treatments. Bad keep up the flea treatments. They get them from fleas, from like ingesting a flea. So if you keep up the flea treatments, you should get it. We don't tend to give them flea treatments very often because they don't, they don't you know, mm-hmm. cats completely and they just, you know, I thought they're at lower risk, but they have had fleas once in the last few years. So I think after this, we're just keeping up the flea treatment. So anyway, so there's a worm. I identify that it's a worm because it's moving and then like, it's like a worm segment. It's actually, get this, the worm is like multiple segments and like a segment breaks oh. off and each Sick. segment... No. Yes. It multiplies. No, each segment has its own reproductive system. Oh! No, no. Yes, yes. This oh. is like the worst science fiction movie ever. It's horrible. Oh, no. So, so I go oh, grab no. a piece of toilet paper, grab it from his, his butt, and put it in the. It's tiny, it's tiny little thing, but I put it in the toilet. And it's like, ugh. So we have worms, and Greg's away, and it's like, Birdsworth has worms, what are we going to do? So there's two different types of medication. There's a tablet medication, and Birdsworth's really a skittish cat, you know? So um, it's, like, very hard to try and do that. And then there's also one that, like, with the flea medication, they can put on the back of their neck. Um, Like, Mm -hmm. you, like, separate the fur and put it against the skin at the back of the neck. There is one of these, but you need a prescription. So I call our vet and say, like, well, yeah, we could prescribe that, but the vet hasn't seen birds within two years, so you'll have to bring him in. So it's like, well, this is another nightmare, taking this tra- traumatized cat to the vet. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, we're trying to avoid this. Like, why do you make the one that's easy to administer the hardest to fucking get, you fuckheads? <laughs> so anyway, so I ordered the tablets on Amazon. So it's like 12 bucks. <laughs> and um, we try to grind it up in the food. He's already such a fussy eater. We put it in his food, doesn't eat it. And then when you, he doesn't eat it, then you've lost it. It's in the food. He won't eat it. We buy fresh crab. We get a sample of prosciutto from Whole Foods. Does not eat it. Does not eat it. Does not eat it. We starved him out for 24 hours. Yeah, he's so ungrateful. We, meanwhile, Marnie ate hers. Like, we got these other little treats. They're called pill pockets. And you, um, they've got yeah. little holes in them, so you put the pill in it. She ate hers, like, in five seconds. Like, no problem. Oh, but, but this is going on for days, right? We starve him out for 24 hours, put it in his favorite food first thing in the morning with all Starve gravy because he doesn't like the chunks. <laughs> 
doesn't eat it. Doesn't eat it. And I tried to, I like open his mouth and drop it down the back of his throat. He spits it out twice. Twice he does oh, this. And then so he stops smart. trusting me. And then our nerves are up because we're so stressed out. It's like, we've got to give this to him. We've got to give this to him. And then and we also have to worry that Marnie's going to eat it because she's a little pig and she's already had her dose. So so stressful. And in the end... In the end, we just gave up that you could buy it on without a prescription from overseas. So we're now waiting a whole oh. week. Oh, oh mind you, sorry, I forgot. With those tablets, we had to, we bought a second batch because we kept losing tablets in all our attempts. And the second one from the pet store, instead of buying an Amazon, was $24. So, <gasps> so oh we spent $36 on tablets. I went, that's right, I went out, I went down to Rite Aid at like 9.30 at night to buy an oral syringe. And like, I was going to try and do it that way. Like... It was so fucked. In the end, we didn't administer it at all. We just gave up and bought it online, waiting for a week to buy the kind we put on the back of his neck. It's coming from Australia. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> Such a this is the greatest moment. story ever. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and the funny thing is, as soon as we decided, as soon as we decided, because he was hiding from me so much because he knew I was trying to do stuff, he was so suspicious that if we just followed him around with the cat treat with the pill in it, he would go hide. Like, there's something weird. I don't know why you're trying he to give me that tablet. You're trying to give on. me that. You're trying to give me that treat, and I don't trust you. So we kept hiding for, like, just from that when we weren't doing anything to him. We hadn't even tried to put it down his fucking throat. So it was oh, so. What a dick. He is a complete dick. And then once we decided, we're like, okay, we're done. We ordered the stuff. We're just going to wait. We're just going to wait he chilled out within about 20 minutes after hiding from us from like two days and uh -uh. freaking out he knew like once our energy was down and we weren't trying anymore and we were relaxed uh -huh. he was relaxed and he was just like yep hey how's it going like oh, oh. <laughs> so the cat won 36 dollars on failed sure attempts did. To worm, how did they to do worm. that yeah Oh, so now we're going to keep up with the flea treatment so that he doesn't get worms again. Because the flea treatment's at least always on the back of the neck. But what a fucking nightmare. Starved him out for a whole fucking day. Still wouldn't eat it. <laughs> this is really hilarious yeah. how, how staunch he is. I know, I know. He's a fighter. Yep. And then and then I went to my writers group on the on the Sunday like after we'd given up and uh, and I and like we have like a, an exercise a warm up exercise and I just wrote this conversation yeah. between the two cats and and Monty's like <laughs> saying how stupid he is for being so paranoid and and he's like how can I take advice from you you'll eat anything you eat vomit. <laughs> Can you please put that on the website? Maybe so. <laughs> I yeah. I want to see your writing yeah. exercise. I just sort of just I just want to dismiss that it's like right off the top of my head, like ten minutes, not stopping. So it's not like sometimes that's the best stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I would have developed their characters a bit better if I had been really trying to write it for for reading. But yeah, oh I'll, I'll, post, I'll post it. Yeah. <laughs> I could see a Birdsworth and Marnie comic strip. Oh yeah, totally. they're such different personalities. And you and Greg should each write it. Like you guys should each write like three or four panels. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like totally. every other week, could, you guys could go off on and off, just for my amusement, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It would it would raise my spirits for the whole week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work on that. Yes. <sighs> okay. 
So um, last week, I just want to talk about Judah, my 12-year-old, for 30 seconds, because I know that's plenty of seconds for people who don't have kids. But um, every week he goes to the little, I know, right? The little independent Comic-Con here in Seattle is called Short Run, and it has, you know, 200 tables of artists who just sell their zines or their, it's mainly zines and t-shirts. And so Judah has been doing this since he was 10, and he's the only kid who does it. And he sold like $250 worth of his comics um, last weekend at his little booth, and I'm so proud of him. And um, I know it's just really precious because he makes all these comics and um, these little t-shirts, and um, <laughs> he got like one of his t-shirts, he just wrote on it, imagination is a hell of a lie. And on the back it says, hell of a lie. <laughs> funny and um so people will come up and and my friend jake Udy, he goes yeah i came up i bought some stuff from your son and i told him i go i know your mom and he goes that's creepy <laughs> <laughs> so anyway his llc is called the dangerous deadness because that's the band name he came up with when he was five he's like i want to be in a band one day called the dangerous deadness isn't that great yeah, so <laughs> He goes, and I'll play the microphone, and my friend Chet will play the guitar. <laughs> I'll play the microphone. So um, he has an Etsy store selling his art if anyone wants to look, but um, the name is The Dangerous Deadness, Dangerous Deadness. on Etsy.com. Yep. Link to that on Very proud of him. Our son. We're so proud of him. <laughs> it's from Steel Magnolias. Oh. <laughs> the white trash son, like, <laughs> rides off on his motorcycle. <sighs> So, um, what is this on the document about your Facebook addiction just, that you are yeah, I've just, struggling with? I spend too much time on it. I just fucking, it's a default of just, well, I guess I'll just go on Facebook now, even though I have something else to do, or I'm about to go right. to bed, and I was like, I'm literally about to get up and go to bed, and I was like, uh, Facebook.com. Like, why did I just do that? And yeah. then I'll scroll through it and click on links and read things and watch videos for another 45 minutes to an hour. It's like, why did I just do that? Minimum, yeah. Why did I just do that? <laughs> like, you were free. There was nothing uh. particular calling to you. So pretty much all week, so today's Friday since Monday uh, or Sunday, I think I've just been avoiding it. So I, I've gone on just to see if I have any messages. Like, somebody like, assumes I'm on there to ask something, you know which needs a timely response so I can go answer it. Um, mm -hmm. But I think I've only left like two or three comments in the whole week. So, um, yeah, I've not been going and Good. scrolling through the newsfeed. I've just not been doing it. But I did make a list of... Um, of things that links that I didn't click on that I saw because I had to go there for work as well awesome. because my um my my I have to deal with my company um, page um, so here were some of the links that I saw that I wanted to click on when I had to go to Facebook for something else and I didn't click on them um, words that mean something different to LA drivers um, a must read for <laughs> Sam Harris and the New Atheists uh, ooh I like Sam Harris SF officials put SF officially puts in bid for 2024 Olympics. Like, why did I care? But I would have clicked on that. I think it's because I hate San Francisco. Was it the Special Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> then I know you why you would have cared. Um, and then, then I put, just found myself at a loss for something to do and almost went on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, here we go. Woman buried as a man. Um, didn't click on it. Oh my god. Yeah. And um, 10 celebrities who are said to smell awful. <laughs> How did you resist clicking well, on actually, that immediately? That, I'm so that impressed. I would, uh, that I would have avoided. <laughs> 
cut it anyway because I avoid all those clickbait articles that are at the bottom of all these websites right. now. You know that it's like <laughs> an epidemic. Like I don't click on those, even though I'm like, oh my god, like it's totally a process of oh, I want to click. No, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Don't click on that. There's nothing there. Yeah. Like you know. So I think that was one of those anyway. But yeah, it was hard, even more noticeable because I was sort of so desperate for stuff. So anyway, but it's been fine. Like I'm used to it already. I click and just make sure there's nothing like really drawing me in. That's so cool. And I haven't. I've been fine all week. So um, I'm so impressed with yeah, you. Yeah, and you were talking about doing it when I said I was doing You're inspiring. it. Inspiring. How how did that go? I know you. Were. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm just becoming more aware of like how social media is draining on me. And then I was watching the new Chelsea Peretti special, uh. which I highly recommend. It's on ne- streaming on Netflix. But she also, an aside here, she was opening for Neil Hamburger the night we met Andrew WK in 2008 at the Knitting Factory. Oh, she was. And um, this was before she was big, but she was so funny and so nice. And I remember we talked to her for a minute backstage. But anyway, she's got this amazing special now. And she goes, she goes, it's gotten to where it's real. I'm. I'm it's a relief to be in the shower because I don't have all these social media platforms to refresh. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like me too. Because there's Instagram, there's Voxer, there's Twitter, there's, you know, email, Facebook, all this bullshit that I cannot stop checking. And I, so I'm going to have my Benedictine discernment group who I meet with every couple weeks just to like, they're a bunch of therapists and it's kind of based around this kind of um, Catholic monk kind of thing, but they're not fundamentalists about it. So it's totally cool. Uh-huh. And that you know they're just like nice listening people, but I, they're gonna li- they're, I'm gonna talk to them about this on Monday night. And I emailed them and I go, I'm like a rat who has gotten a pellet one out of every thousand times I've hit that lever. So I just keep hammering at yes. that lever and <laughs> like an idiot because that pellet meant so much that one yes, time. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need some guidance and, and help and community support with this because it's like kind of killing me in a weird way. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and, and with, once Chelsea Peretti said that, and you had said it like the day before, I'm like, ah, oh, this is probably like something that a lot of people are dealing with. And yeah, I hear people talk about it, yeah. but um, yeah, it's it's kind of the new problem for our generation. Definitely, I think. because it's not like I mean, I know I have Just, like Facebook watchdog, and because um, I think they're a fucked company, but I fucking love being on there. I love it. I fucking I love it, even though it's fucked. You know, and that's part of why I get so angry because. It is such an addictive thing, and they're exploiting our addiction by doing all this fucked shit in the background, you know? So that's why I have Facebook watchdog. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah. Let me tell you, I got a rat pellet yesterday. <laughs> One of a thousand times I hit hammered at it, I got a rat oh, pellet off of did. Facebook because um, the fundamentalist family that David grew up with, and um, I trolled their daughter's blog, but she writes fan fiction songs. Oh, so I, I, I talked about a lot of episodes ago about how I trolled her blog for the stupid Bible contest she was giving it with something away. But so anyway, the mom. She talked about how she adopted um, two African-American boys and um, how that means that she knows how to speak on Ferguson and how um, she just speaking from a very right wing perspective. And I just and all these Christians, the horrible people, right, who call themselves Christians are like in this thread. And I just wrote, Jesus, save me from your followers. And she goes, Stephanie, I think that was a very inappropriate thing for you to say because I'm a devout Christian and I'm also the mother of two young black men. And I go, oh, my God, me too. And she was like speech, like she had nothing more to say in that thread. And I'm like, yes, like it, was, it was just fun to fuck with the the bitch fundamentalist lady who's. I have to say, two of her sons 
of her adopted son's attempted suicide and one succeeded. And I just have to say that I don't think growing up in that fundamentalist home helped them. I didn't say that in the thread. I just said, oh my God, this year. So I know, I know. I just feel like there's so many layers of problems there. But it's starting to feel like slacktivism, you know, how everyone feels like, oh, you feel like you're making a difference, but you're online stuff. I'm like, how much am I really doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Judah's math? Or are you done? About yeah, <laughs> I'll talk. I'll talk another thirty seconds about about Judah's algebra class. He's in seventh grade now. Oh my god! Do you remember how awful math was? You're not a math person, are you? No, I hate math. I hate math, and now I am trying to help my poor son who also hates math. Lolly loves math, and oh. I'm so jealous of wait, her. Wait, 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 hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lolly's a girl. <laughs> She can't like math. She can't be good at math. What is going on here? Sorry, sorry. When you said Judah, you, you said Judah. You um, meant to say Judah. You accidentally said Lolly. Sorry. Go on. I did. Yeah. I, did yeah, I really? You said you said Lolly was good at math. Oh, she is. But but Judah's no, bad no, I was, at it. I, no, I was joking. I was joking. Like, oh, that you oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> sometimes I do that. I totally do that. Yeah. No, I was making out like there's no way that that could have been correct. <laughs> There's no way, girls. <laughs> math is hard. Do you remember when that Barbie got in trouble for saying math yes. class is tough? I think that's so funny. Did you see so, the computer um, programming thing, Barbie thing that came out the other day? No. Oh, God. There's like a Barbie <laughs> book, and Barbie's like, I make video games. But she's like, I just come up with the ideas, but Steve and uh-uh. Phil have to like do the programming. And, and then she like, she can't stop what? the computer, and she like gets a virus, and like all these dumb, dumb things. Like they've been like, Magella has been like slammed about this. It's, uh-uh. like, it's like really bad. Really. It's Good. like somebody's, somebody's grandparent trying to, you know, make a video game. It's so bad. Anyway, so oh. continue. So, Judah, the boy, the boy is not into math. um, The girl is into math. Okay, we got Yeah, Judah is um, obviously gay because he can't do math. So I told him, I'm like, because I remember like all my math classes, I just had tears in my eyes at home trying to do my homework. Like I just could not figure it out. And so I'm like, Judah, and Judah's at that point. I'm like, I'm going to learn all this stuff with you. I'm going to pretend that I'm taking the class and learning it with you. David's really good at math. He's a fucking card counter, blackjack guy. So he's teaching it to us. And I'm like, I don't get it. I hate this, you know? And so that's kind of fun because Judah like sees that it does suck and being an adult isn't always great. But I feel like he is finally like his innocence is lost and that he's seen how awful life can be via math class you know i just remember like thinking is i want to kill myself trying to learn this math is the worst thing in the world for me and how do people live in a a society like this where you are forced to pass these classes so i just wanted to say that that is like is like giving me some wrinkles and gray hair trying to teach this poor kid and like mourn with him the loss of innocence that you have to do this so <sighs> that sucks. Was it like but, that um, for you? Just well, no, because I, I was so, and... such a bad student that I didn't try to do my work. So if I didn't get it, I just <laughs> I don't get it. I don't care, and I wouldn't do my work. I just I didn't do most of my homework. I probably did five percent of my homework for the first. See, this doesn't sound like you years. for some reason. It seems like you seem like really? you would have been a really good student who would no, have like, I was done terrible. everything. I was smart, but I was just like, so I, was I, I. I, I, I heard I heard what you had to say, and I'm done. I don't need to do any more work on this. I got it. <laughs> fine so um but in year nine i had a really good like we we're doing trigonometry i had mm-hmm. zero comprehension of what was going on and mrs mm-hmm. barnes um 
Um, our maths teacher, she's very scary and from Chicago. I feel like I talked about this a few weeks ago. So I'm afraid to repeat the story. I'll ask a listener before I edit it. But, uh, <laughs> um, but she sat with me and um, uh, she realized I didn't know what was going on. And I was kind of scared of her because she was big, loud, booming voice. And she was morbidly obese. And, um, and she... <laughs> And she, well, it just was part of her big, loud stature, you know, right. um, that made her scary. And um, anyway, and so she set a task for everyone and she took me to the front and she went over everything with me one on one. And I fucking Aww. got it. I got it so wow. hard that when we t- came time for the test, I got 100% plus all the extra credit. I got like 113% Aww. on the test because I got it because she took the time to explain it to me <sighs> until I got it, you know, and never made oh me feel God. bad about it. Yeah. So I was like a complete star after that I think I was pretty good that whole year at maths and then the next year we had like the worst teacher and he didn't know he probably didn't even know my name the whole year honestly and and um yeah and just everything I did know I forgot because it didn't work for me to like continue with it you know but that clearly showed the the extra effort that would have helped with me you know for maths yeah and I read a study because I was like I'm the same thing as you dealing with Judah I'm like what am I going to do when Quincy needs help with maths because I can't do it Mm -hmm. and the study said that it all starts so early that girls think they can it's thinking it's Mm -hmm. putting in the work if you put in the work you can do it that people aren't really as uh as uh uh you know as good at it like you think some people are born better at it than others but it's really the ones that are better at it are the ones that put in the work and the ones that put in the work tend to get it and then once they get it then they think they're better at it and they keep trying and the ones who think they can't get it uh don't stop right. trying so it becomes it becomes a thing because they've decided i i don't do maths and the others think they can so i made a point of with quincy to say um i'm not good at it because i didn't put in the work but you need to put oh, in the good. work so you can be good at it. so that's sort of my my plan going ahead that not to make him think that he's got my sure. mother's stupid genes and can't do right because yeah that's scientifically is apparently what they found so yeah, yeah. and yeah. there are all these um youtube tutorials where like they'll show you how to do all that stuff on YouTube. It's amazing. Oh wow! Sounds that. great. Like you have yeah. your own personal Mrs. Barnes. <laughs> so good. That's totally what I need. But I've got Greg to do it. So. <laughs> oh good. I'll, uh, I'll let Greg yay husband. help with the with the <laughs> Yes, yay men, and their ability to do maths. <laughs> we like men sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, let's see. So I just wanted to add an addendum to last week about Bill Cosby being a rapist, and I said I was uncomfortable because I. I had such a like for him, you know, like he felt like my dad and it still feels that way, but I can't deny it. I'm pretty sure he fucking did these rapes. I mean, it is fucked. The amount of stuff that's coming out, the consistency in the stories. I think he's a rapist and it still makes me feel sad. Like, Oh my God. Like it feels like somebody close to me has done this terrible thing and it's really hard to hear, but I, I'm not going to deny that he did it. I think he did. Like I'll read all these horrible things and I'll see a picture of him and my heart just goes soft. Like, but no, Mm. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I just wanted to update people on that if anyone thought I was uh, um, uh, siding with the attacker, I'm not. I'm well, just I mean, saying it's, it's hard emotionally hard because seriously, because he's like the ultimate dad. He was playing the ultimate father while he was, you know, having sex with 16 year olds allegedly. Which Drugging and raping. He wasn't just like having sex with them or like some weird yeah. consensual thing. Grooming he was drugging. And... I mean, it was it was yeah. worse. He was actually slipping drugs and raping people. Like it's it doesn't get much worse than that, you know. So um, yeah, it's really 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 fucked. So I just Doctor Huxtable. Oh, so sad. 
so uh, I guess this is dong related. It's not specifically a dong, but rather what comes out of a dong. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so it's this product called Checkmate that um, that I don't know. Actually, I don't know where Greg found this, but he uh, hopefully he didn't <laughs> order one. But um, <laughs> the original Checkmate five minute infidelity test kit. It's on there. <laughs> It's a Checkmate Semen Detection Kit with 10 what? tests. Yes. Oh, and, it's, my and, and I only just saw this just now. It's on the Cheetahs website. This Cheetahs <gasps> spy shop. You know the show Cheetahs? Yes. I it's love that show. Stop. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So here's what it says. The infidelity <sighs> test kit is accurate, quick, and reliable. If you're concerned with the infidelity of a spouse or suspect your underage teen is involved in sexual activity, the Checkmate Semen Detection Kit will remove the uncertainty of the situation. Each kit comes with 10 uh, tests, blah, 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 blah. If uh, use a liquid dropper to determine if semen is present. On what? If the test paper, if test paper changes color to purple, the garment is tested positive for semen and there is a good reason to believe a spouse has been unfaithful. Um, this comes with uh, instruction I'm, manual. Um, this is just for both, girls, right? Wait, wait. Works on both male and males and okay. female clothing. The, the last oh. line of this is the killer, right? You want yeah. to test garments that haven't yet been washed recently. For best results, abstain from sex with your partner for several days and then use the semen detection kit to test the garments. Keep in mind that you need to keep track of what clothing was worn on what day. Right, here's here's the the best part. If you are testing female clothing, the detection of semen after a period of abstinence is essentially conclusive proof. It's much harder to determine the male infidelity via semen detection on clothing. Detecting semen on male clothing isn't conclusive proof of infidelity due to several factors unique to men. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh lord. Because they go jerk off in private. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So, but just think about like just checking if your kid has been involved in sexual activity. Like you're going into your kid's fucking laundry and oh, like grabbing God. their underwear and like testing it. Ew. Okay, oh. but also, what if they use a condom? Well, yeah. I'm. I guess in that case, you, you know, I, I don't know. You have less to worry People about. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You have to worry about getting some STDs. But yeah. So oh, that's a thing. Free shipping on every order. This is $39.99. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called what? Checkmate? Checkmate. The original Checkmate. Five minute infidelity (laughs) test kit. I found this. Checkmate. (laughs) (laughs) Your move. (laughs) Oh no. Right. Well, I guess that wraps things up. So thank you all for listening and hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, until next time, which will be after, probably before Christmas, but after December 17th. So until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Thanks.
I'm cold and lonely. 